Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel and the podcast. It is currently 6.31 a.m. East Coast time. It is Monday, December 9th, and it's the 9th of December. We have a nine-game slate here in the NBA. Before we get into it, welcome if you are new here. My name is Sal Vetri. I do indeed cover daily fantasy sports in the NFL, NBA, WNBA, and the MLB streets. Excited for you to be here. Before we get into it, if you want to hit that subscribe button, it helps me out a lot. Come on, hit the subscribe button. Help me out. Help the community grow a little bit here. We'll reach more people. There's about 50% of the people that watch these videos that aren't subscribed. A lot of that number is just natural, but uh, to entice people to subscribe, if you are a subscriber, so you hit that red button totally for free in the bottom right-hand corner of this video even, if you hit that button, you will be eligible, and you can drop down into the comments, and I'll be able to tell who's a subscriber and who's not. You just let me know who's your favorite 6K, our 6K play of the day today for Monday. And on Friday, final thoughts video for the NFL, I will be announcing the winner from all the participation in these comments throughout the week. Last week, somebody won $25 PayPal. So let me know a Twitter or a PayPal in your comment description below. Um, who do you think is the best 6K play of the day? Must be a subscriber. If you're listening on the audio version, you can also hop over to YouTube and, and participate. You can tag me over on Twitter if you would like to do the same. All those ways are possible. Or if you leave a review, or, or, or and or if you leave a review on the audio version, the iTunes store, it counts as three. So you can leave a review, your favorite 6K play of the day. It'll count as three entries into that $25 giveaway. And the more participation we get in it, the more we grow, and probably bump it up to 50 pretty soon. So... Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. I have exclusive content linked up down below over on Patreon. You can check that out. Social media is Instagram, Sal Vetri, and also Twitter at Sal Vetri DFS if you want to check those out. My exclusive content on Patreon, it's a mixture of things. It, it's data sheets. It is um, my rankings at some points. It is uh, game-by-game notes for NFL, sometimes NBA. It is two podcasts extra a week for the NFL, a live stream on Saturdays for all Patreons. So, be sure to get in there. It's a cool hangout, about 350 of us, and a lot more work I put in over there as well if you like the work that I have over here on YouTube. So getting into the video, remember, urge you one more time, hit that subscribe button. It does help me out. Y'all rock. So starting in Boston, there's some really sketchy news today in Boston for DraftKings reasons on this slate. So we'll start with the non-sketchy news. Robert Williams is out today with a hip injury. It'll affect Daniel Tice and his Cantor's center run. Not much more. Grant Williams maybe to an extent. But Gordon Hayward is the flat minimum $3,000, and he's questionable with a hand injury. He practiced yesterday. The team said they will not rule him out because there's a good, there's not a good chance, but there's a real chance he can play in this game on Monday. Look, Things are going to get wild if Gordon Hayward goes out there, even if he's playing 20 minutes. Like, even if they limit him to 20 minutes in this game at $3,000 flat over a point-per-minute producer on the year and before getting hurt was having uh, what seemed like a start to a career year for a week to two weeks, so closer to two weeks, $3,000 flat. Uh, of course, I'm going to have interest in that. Of course, if he suits up and we get any news that he's going to play more than 10 minutes in this game, which, again, 15 is like the lowest point that players will play, 20s around average. If he plays 20 to 24 minutes in this game at $3,000 flat, uh, you know what to do with that. It's one of the better value plays in the slate at that point in terms of he's probably more times than not going to get somewhere around 18 to 25 fantasy points. So, yeah, keep an eye on Gordon Hayward at $3,000 flat. That's insane. Uh, going to Golden State, Damian Lee is going to return with a hand injury. It just affects all these other guys. He's an actual shooter, so Alec Burks is a shooter, but it'll still affect him. Jordan Poole, Glenn Robinson, these players who are just terrible and really not doing much out there for the most part. At least Damian Lee's returning is going to bring some shooting back to this team. He had a 20.9% usage rate before leaving. 
Tyson Chandler is doubtful with an illness. This actually helps P.J. Tucker. He'll get to pick up the backup 10 to 12 center minutes behind uh, Clint Capella tonight. So that's going to help P.J. Tucker. Uh, for Indiana, Malcolm Brogdon, questionable with a hand injury. Uh, Aaron Holiday is only $4,100 still on DraftKings. T.J. McConnell is still cheap. And Jeremy Lamb is still cheap if Brogdon was to miss today. All those guys benefit. Jakar Sampson, questionable with a back, would help Doug McDermott. TJ Leaf, these guys really aren't even, for TJ Leaf's purposes, really isn't even in the rotation all that much. So no major news there for Sampson. Really just Brogdon's injury for the Clippers. Uncertain today if Kawhi Leonard's going to play because it's the second night of a back-to-back. And pretty much they said they're already just going to sit him on all back-to-back. So... You would imagine that he does not suit up. It helps Paul George, who was also uncertain, but then in an interview so that he will be playing today. So I have him listed as probable here. We'll see. So if Paul George does indeed play like he said, and Kawhi Leonard doesn't, like they said at the beginning of the year, not going to play all back-to-backs. And Paul George is the biggest benefactor. Lou Williams in the 6K range. Montrezl Harrell in the 6K range. Or Montrezl Harrell in the 6K range. And then Pat Beverly and uh, Jermichael Green should also see a little bit of a bump, but mainly those big three, George, Williams, and Harrell. Going to Memphis, John Morant's supposed to return today, so it hurts all the guards there. Tyus Jones, Grayson Allen, uh, Anthony Melton, it would even hurt Dylan Brooks. Those types of players are going to see the biggest bump down. He has a good matchup against Golden State today. He's $6,900 over on DraftKings. I mean, you're bringing back in about 30 minutes of play and over a 30% usage rate, 31.2% usage on the season if we don't filter out garbage time there. For Memphis, Kyle Anderson, it seems like this guy's just never going to get back. Doubtful with a heel injury. Uh, Jay Crowder would be a benefactor. Solomon Hill also playing big minutes into the 20s would also benefactor. Uh, Brandon Clark is going to miss as well with an oblique injury. Continues to miss. Jaron Jackson Jr. has been playing nice big minutes, staying out of foul trouble, which is good. Jay Crowder and Solomon Hill would also see benefits behind Jaron Jackson Jr. uh, with Clark being out. For Minnesota, Jake Lehman is going to miss once again. Well, actually, uh, I'll run that back. He missed last night, the front end of the back-to-back. He is questionable for tonight, but he has been not practicing. So um, not practicing and just really no chance to test that out. I have him as questionable. He's probably more towards doubtful with his toe injury. Would help Robert Covington secure 30-plus minutes in a nice environment against Phoenix today. Uh, and it also help guys like Trevion Graham and get more rotational run for Josh Okoji. Uh, Andrew or Andrew Wiggins did uh, participate in the front end of the back-to-back, as did Jeff Teague last night. So I imagine they are both fine tonight, unless we see any other news. For New Orleans, Derek Favors is continues to be questionable with a personal reason. Jackson Hayes, Drew Lillocafor, Nicola Melli, in that order, would benefit, in my opinion. Terrence Ferguson missed last night. They said he's unlikely to play on either end of the back-to-back. Tonight would be the second night. Abdel Nadar started in his place, uh, and he was playing big minutes. Coming off a 30-minute game, uh, he is a terrible point-per-minute producer, but he's cheap. Uh, I probably don't get there. Um, so Ferguson doubtful with the hip. For Phoenix, Aaron Baines questionable return today uh, with a calf injury. Frank Kaminsky, Czech Diallo, Dario Sarge, those types of players. The bigs, Cam Johnson to an extent, would see the biggest bump down. If you had Aaron Baines return, it would be Baines at center with Diallo backing him up. Frank Kaminsky now getting shifted back to probably uh, the four. And at that point, he'll just be playing backup minutes to Sarge, which he'll get somewhere around 15 minutes or so. Maybe he sees a couple backup center minutes. But then the Frank Kaminsky week or two of, of having more usage in the NBA probably goes back down. Marvin Bagley, they said, is going to miss at least two more games. So Bielitsa coming off of one of his better games of the season will still benefit, as well as Rashawn Holmes. Uh, Fred Van Vliet for Toronto is questionable. Big news here. If he's out, you have a below 7K Kyle Lowry. You have Norman Powell and OG Ananobi who are both cheap in the 4K range, and they would have to be playing 30-plus minutes. And when Norman Powell was playing 35 minutes per game, uh, he was a pretty nice play, even if you were paying 5500 for him. But now he's in the 4K range, so <clears throat> it's a nice spot to potentially get some value if Fred Van Vliet does miss. If Fremavli does start, uh, he has a nice matchup against Chicago today. As long as he's fully healthy, I would expect 36 to 38 minutes. It's 7K flat. That's a fine price point. Mike Conley, last injury. He is out today with a hamstring injury. We have seen it. They're just going to give Donovan Mitchell point guard run. They're going to give Joe Ingles point guard run coming off of a nice game. Um, so $5,500 Mike Conley out today versus Oklahoma City.
Let's get to the our target offense sheet, and then we'll go to the early interest. Just point out some major spots here on the target offense sheet. The highest total on the slate, as it usually is, honestly, uh, Houston, a 120.25 team total. They go up against Sacramento today. Again, no Marvin Bagley still. And you're just going to get your $12,000 James Harden. You're going to get a $9,000 plus Russell Westbrook that you can pay for these guys. Currently, they're not priorities for me. There's a couple of centers that we'll talk on the early interest and also maybe even on this sheet about, um, but it's not going to get much better. Uh, to 120.25, they're 12 point favorites here. So a nice pace spot, about one and a half um, percentages or one and a half possessions above the normal pace. I actually like PJ Tucker for value, right? He's playing big minutes every single night. But now if you're going to tell me that he's going to play around 10 minutes um, or so, uh, maybe even gets 12 minutes at the center, probably being the primary backup center and just getting rotated in with Clint Capella. So two things there, he'll get to play center, right? So which means that he's playing center, right? He's, he's closer to the rim, but also that directly means he's not playing next to Clint Capella, who has an insane rebounding rate this year. So PJ Tucker, Daniel House is also cheap. I go to some of those cheaper guys here. Uh, the main guys in Harden and, and Westbrook. I, I don't really prioritize Westbrook in that 9K range. He's right next to Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, some other players up there, uh, potentially even cheaper. Paul George without uh, Kawhi Leonard today. But uh, Harden at $12,000. You have Giannis $700 cheaper. It's going to be tough for me to get there. If there is extreme value at open ups like $3,000 Gordon Hayward, it makes it a little bit easier. But right now, not a priority. I would go PJ Tucker, then Daniel House from this team. That stand out the most for me. Next highest game on the slate is Phoenix, actually. A 118.5 team implied total against Minnesota today. This game environment is actually really good. Minnesota on the other end with a 115 game um, or team implied total. And so overall, 233.5 is the highest team implied total on the slate by five points next to that Houston and Sacramento game. And you have Phoenix is a three and a half point favorite. The pace in this one, huh. Pace in this one is one of the highest ones I've seen all year. 109.91. That is one of the highest ones I've seen all year. Uh, For reference on this slate, it is 2.6 possessions per team, so about five possessions more than the next closest uh, pace on the slate, which is Memphis and Golden State, the latest game. So this uh, Phoenix versus Minnesota game, I believe since I've been tracking this, I missed a couple days, right, not doing videos uh, around the holidays um, uh, yesterday on Sundays with the NFL now. So I think that at least since I've been doing these videos, this is the fastest paced game that we're actually going to witness. So obviously it's a fantastic game in my environment. For Phoenix, you're going to have Ricky Rubio at $7,000 flat. That's a great spot to be at. Jeff Teague, he came off the bench last night. I imagine he continues to come off the bench unless we see some sort of news that Andrew Wiggins is going to miss for some reason or Culver was to miss. So uh, it's going to be a good matchup for uh, against Jerry Culver and, and, and uh, that front court of potentially Culver, Andrew Wiggins. Um, for Ricky Rubio, you have Devin Booker at 8,600. It's a fine price point for the matchup, but I just can't prioritize that relative to the slate. Really like Ricky Rubio. You get a cheap $5,000 price tag or $5,000 range for Aaron Baines if he was to return today. That's really appealing. Kelly Oubre is appealing. So I prioritize this team right now for me as Ricky Rubio, Aaron Baines if he does return, and then Kelly Oubre. On the opposite side, you have a Carl Anthony Towns who currently on this in terms of fantasy points against centers has the third best matchup on the slate out of these 18 teams. Third best matchup, and he potentially is the best center on the slate. Um... And now he's going to go up against either Aaron Baines at worst or at best, Frank Kaminsky and Check Diallo. This is a great spot for Towns, who comes in at, wait for it, $9,300. Yes, he is that dirt cheap. He's not 10000 anymore. He's $9,300. He's literally priced well below what the median is for him. I have yet to do my projections, which you can get on Patreon later today if you are interested. Um, let me know. You can get those uh, linked up down below there in the description. If you have any questions, do let me know. But uh, Carl Anthony Towns, I will probably have him projected for somewhere, if I had to guess, around 51, 52 fantasy points for this matchup. 
and he's priced at 9300 which at 46, 47 fantasy points doesn't kill you. 50-plus starts to become a great play, and he's projected for that as an average for me today. Uh, again, he's not projected out yet, but that's just me knowing how my projections usually work. I imagine it'll be somewhere around there. Towns will be one of my favorite plays in the slate. I assuming he, I'm assuming he will pick up a lot of ownership um, because he's just a fairly priced guy who has a ceiling in the 60s or 70s. So uh, yeah, Carl Anthony Towns is my priority on Minnesota, and then Robert Covington at 5500. There's no Jake Lehman still. He's going to have to play a minimum of 28 minutes, upside of about 32 minutes, and he has this favorable matchup against Phoenix today. So I like the bigs for Minnesota. Uh, I like everybody really on Phoenix, but in the order of in this entire game, my priorities go. Carl Anthony Towns, Ricky Rubio, <clears throat> Aaron Baines, uh, Kelly Oubre, and then Robert Covington. And that's what I like from that game. And that's a re- this is a really nice game environment. Get as much as you want from this game. Any injury news breaks late that affects this game, it becomes even better because all the value is in just such a spiked up spot due to the overall pace environment of this one. Talk about a couple of other spots on the slate. Um, so uh, another game that has a, a nice implied total overall. Uh, from both sides of this one really participating in it neither team is breaking free with a crazy team implied total but combined they're pretty nice new orleans versus detroit 113.5 team implied total for new orleans one point favorite detroit 112.5 overall 226 game implied team or game total it's a, a pace a slow pace spot here um so a slower pace spot it's going to be about three possessions lower than the league average which is a little bit concerning from the new orleans side lonzo's still 5200 really difficult matchup against detroit they've been tough on guards all year one of the toughest teams on guards this year lonzo's versatility though at 5200 i'm completely fine getting there you have brandon ingram after a couple of down games for him priced down to 7500 drew holiday to 71 it seems like you're getting a price discount for the guards because of the matchup and really all these players in general um, the matchup is difficult to dance detroit they don't give it up a ton of t- points in the paint don't give up a ton of points per play so it is a spot where the new orleans side of this isn't as appealing although the game total is high all the guys are priced down though so I'll, i'm sure i will get to some here i want to see what happens with a guy like Derek Favors, if Derek Favors was to return today, even in a tough matchup against Blake and Drummond, $5,000 is hard to ignore for Derek Favors, right? A rebounding machine, and not much you have to do at 5K flat. If he doesn't play, Jackson Hayes becomes somewhat of value on this slate. Again, starting at center, probably plays a minimum of 24, upside of 26 to 28. The matchup would just be brutal for the kid, though. So my interest from the New Orleans side are probably Lonzo 1, Number two, Brandon Ingram priced down to $7,500. And then three would be Derek Favors. Actually, two would be Derek Favors if he plays. Three, Ingram. Um, So then just take out Favors from that list and and keep moving to see my normal rankings if there is no Favors today. So if we're doing Favors, and if not, just take him out. I would go Lonzo, Favors, Ingram, and then Drew Holiday. But from um, from the Detroit side, man, these guys look good. I mean, you have cheap players in like the 3K range, like Langston Galloway. Bruce Brown Jr. down there that I really don't have a ton of interest in, right? These guys are going to give you 20 points on a good day, but they're just built in value right now that if any other injuries open up, which I'm sure they will, you have probably better spots. Malcolm Brown ends up being out. Aaron Holiday at 4,100 is a much better spot. Things like that, right? But man, I mean, Blake Griffin's in a good spot. And Andre Drummond is in the best spot on the slate today. Uh, most fantasy points allowed on this slate and the second most on the season is New Orleans 62.93 per game uh, to the center position and I have Andre Drummond coming in who has been as hot as he has all season long he's priced up to $10,100 I'm fully aware of that I don't think I care barring foul trouble there's really no reason in this matchup especially if there's no Derek Favors even if there is but if there is no Derek Favors there's no reason that Andre Drummond doesn't post somewhere around a 20 and 15 to 20 and 20 game with 30 blocks. Um, this is a this is an Andre Drummond smash spot. The only issue is, look, he's 10,100 and Towns is 9,300, right? 
Maybe you get both of these guys in your lineup somehow. The upside for both of these guys in their matchups today, barring foul trouble, which both of them do occasionally get into foul trouble, probably once every four games they get into foul trouble, these guys. Barring foul trouble, the upside for these guys to smash into the 60-plus point range is is there more so than ever before. These matchups are incredible for them. Let's get into some of the early interest, broke down some of the matchups. That was a target often sheet if you're looking on YouTube. You can screenshot it. It's also uh, put into my projections on a separate Excel sheet. If you want to look at what I'm talking about, um, be sure to check out the YouTube channel if you're only an audio listener. And also let me know if you're listening on the audio version or the YouTube version. How did you find me? Um, Was it through? Let me know in the comments down below. Um, How did you find me? Let me know about that. Um, And so the early interest in pricing order here at the top is the two guys I just talked about, Drummond and Towns. Uh, Not going to harp too much more on them. These are guys that are having 25 plus percent usage each. Towns closer to 30. Towns leading his team in three-point shooting above 40% right now. They're both playing about 34 minutes per game, and they have two of the best matchups in the entire league for the center position, even if Aaron Baines returns today for Towns, his $9,300 price point. Aaron Baines isn't the reason that I'm running away from that. Even if Derek Favors returns today for New Orleans, uh, that's not the reason I'm running away from Andre Drummond. Now, I prefer Towns if you told me to pick one just because he's $800 cheaper. Uh, but if there's any way to get both these guys into your lineup, this would be the day that I wanted to. I like both of them a lot. Uh, Paul George, but the reason that you probably don't is you have a, a pretty nice, uh, many options in the 7, 6K range that probably uh, allow you not to get there, right? So, Paul George with no Kawhi, or if there is no Kawhi, right? He's uncertain today. He's not playing on backpacks. I'm assuming there's no Kawhi. A 31% usage even with Kawhi on the court for most of these games and 30 minutes per game. Um, that's a little bit skewed because he, he was limited to start. So this guy's going to play like 35 minutes today, 34. On the second end of a back-to-back, probably closer to 32 actually now that I think about it. But he's going to have a usage rate close to like 35% if there is no Kawhi. At 7,800, uh, it's a nice spot for a small forward. Um, Buddy Heald at 7,100, still no De'Aaron Fox, still no Marvin Bagley. It's a spot at 7,100 that it, how do you not like the, this guy is continuously going out there playing 35, 36 minutes, continuously seeing a 30% usage rate sans Fox and sans Bagley, and now his price keeps dropping. Um, I get it. Maybe it's the matchup, but that entire overall game environment is too nice. The pace is too nice for me to ignore Buddy Heald. At 7,100, he's a guy I have a lot of interest in. Ricky Rubio at $7,000 flat in that really nice game environment. I just want to get pieces of this Phoenix team. My favorite piece of the Phoenix team and the Minnesota team, right? Talked about Towns already. My favorite piece of the Phoenix team and my second favorite piece in the game behind Towns is indeed Ricky Rubio, a guy who's sporting about 32 minutes per game this year, 22.2% usage rate, and his assist percentage continues to creep upwards as the season goes on. At $6,800, a couple players I like at this exact same price point. Montrez Harrell, uh, if there is no Kawhi, I like him much more. Either way, he's fine at that price point, but I would probably only like him if there is no Kawhi today. He's a guy just playing 30 minutes per game, 24% usage rate. And if there's no Kawhi, he'll see a lot more time just naturally because there's no Kawhi with none of Kawhi or Paul George on the court. Duh, because there's no Kawhi. But when he's not on the court with those guys, even... And he's on the court with just him and Lou Will. The pick and roll excels. Um, his overall rebounding numbers excel. His usage, everything. So at $6,800, he becomes probably, um, he might be my favorite Clipper even ahead of Paul George if there's no Kawhi today. Kyle Lowry at 6800 Only really like this a lot more. And he's too cheap. I like him either way, right? He's going to play 38 minutes. Probably drops 40 fantasy points majority of the time in this spot. So at 6800 he's just dirt cheap. Uh, but if there's no Fred Van Vliet, I mean, he's going to just play 40 minutes and see all of the usage, whereas Fred Van Vliet has been actually seeing good usage this year. Uh, Lowry's averaging over 37 minutes per game and about 24% usage rate. 
Lou Williams at 6,500. Naturally, probably just becomes my third favorite Clipper, but I still like him a lot. He's the cheapest of all these guys if Kawhi is out. Paul George and Harrell would be ahead of Lou Williams for me, Lou Will, but he's going to project out just as nice as both of them. Lou Will is playing over 31 minutes a game. He's playing. He has over a 30% usage rate. This is insane. You have Lou Williams with over a 30% usage rate on the season, and you have Kawhi and Paul George also with over a 30%. I don't know how three players in the same team have 30% usage, and then Harrell still has a 24% absolutely nuts. Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. might not be a guy I get to as much as I expect to. John Morant coming back would hurt his overall productivity and upside, um, but if he stays out of foul trouble, 6,300 for a guy who's been balling out against the Golden State team that Kevon Looney and Willie Cauley-Stein in, in 24 minutes of Draymond Green does not scare me away from uh, Jaron Jackson. He's going to play 30 plus minutes if he does not get in foul trouble. He has a 24% usage rate on the season. He has a nice pace environment here, uh, over three possessions more than the league average. So yes, I do like Jaron Jackson Jr. I would prefer Lou Williams across a different position if there's no um, if there is no Kawhi. I'd prefer Kyle Lowry. But if you are in that range and you need just a power forward or center, and not a guard eligible person or a utility spot, I think I do prefer Jaron Jackson Jr. over the field in that range. Robert Covington, fifty five hundred dollars, small forward eligible. He's going to play power forward. You guys know if you watch this that I love that. Uh, his usage rate is not great, but his rebounding rate is fine. He has nice assists. He plays good defense, so the steals and blocks are usually there for him. He plays about 28 minutes per game on the nose. With no Jake Lehman, that 28 minutes is pretty secure outside of foul trouble, and the upside for 30 to 32 is surely there. So I love playing power forwards when you can get them as small forwards, especially in this game environment that we already talked about. Fastest pace game that I've seen all year. Pretty much a 109.9, we're just going to call it 110 pace environment here. Over seven possessions more for each team in this game. That's just insane for fantasy points. Why does that matter? It's just going to be a track meet. There's just going to be so many more rebounds and assists. And seven possessions more doesn't just mean, oh, seven more shot attempts. It means seven more opportunities for rebounds, seven more opportunities for assists, steals, double-doubles, right? Especially those double-doubles that matter so much more. You get an extra two rebounds out of Covington, hits his double-double bonus. There's an extra three and a half fantasy points for Covington. That's a big deal. And that's that's if it's just an average time in those extra seven possessions or just call it the extra couple of minutes that Covington sees in this one. That's that's just average. So everybody gets excelled up in this spot. The total is so much higher, but for some reason Covington and even Towns and really all these players, their price points aren't changing. So yes, I like Covington. Joe Ingles priced up to fifty four hundred. He's still fine. Shooting guard, small forward eligible. He'll play a lot of point guard today when Donovan Mitchell isn't controlling the point with Conley out. We saw it in the last two out of the last three games. He's played really, really well taking over as sort of this de facto point guard, the only team that stopped him. It's a really bad game. He still saw the minutes at point guard was the Lakers, who are a good defensive team. A tough matchup here against OKC uh, and Chris Paul slash SGA, but I think it's okay at 5,400. I do like it. Miles Turner, a really beneficial matchup against the Clippers today. He'll get Montrez Harrell. $5,300 is probably not the biggest upside spike spot, but if he hits three or four blocks in a game, he always has that upside. And you're just really looking at this being, he's 5,300 in one of the best matchups, probably the third best matchup on the slate, maybe fourth against the Clippers today. And what does he have to do to kill you? Maybe more of a cash play, but he has to finish with 20 points to kill you. He's probably going to get 25 in here 75% of the time. He's probably going to get 30 plus in this spot 50% of the time, and he's only 5,300. Jay Crowder at 5,200, shooting guard, small forward eligible. He's just going to keep playing big minutes uh, with no Kyle Anderson there, with no Brandon Clark. He's, his number is going to be called a little bit more. John Morant does return, and now Dylan Brooks is healthy, so the shot attempts might not be there. He's not my favorite play. There's three guys I've listed at 5,200. At 50, in this price range, I would much rather have Ingles and Covington and Turner. 
Aaron Baines at 5,200 and Lonzo at 52. My favorite $5,200 guy out of these three with Crowder, Baines, and Ball would be Baines if he does suit up. If not, then it is Lonzo Ball. Uh, Lonzo Ball at 5,200, a really difficult matchup here. The usage is there, the assist, everything this guy does, right? Uh, he is among the league leaders for point guards in, in rebounding percentage. He's always up there in assists, one of the better assist guys in the entire league. Usage rate above 21%. And he's going to play about 30 minutes in this one. So uh, the fact that he has a nice team total, uh, slow, slower pace, which is a concern, but the team total just showing that they're going to have um, just a better, more efficiency against this defense. I think Lonzo Ball's individual matchup is difficult, but I do like him at 5,200. Closing it out with some 4K plays and a 1-3K play that we already hinted at. Two 4K guys from Toronto today. Uh, really only like these guys if Fred Van Vliet is out. You get $4,900 Norman Powell. Would probably end up finding his way into 34, 35 minutes if there is no Fred Van Vliet. And a shooting guard, small forward eligible guy. It's a nice spot to put just a, a high minutes guy at a low price point into your shooting guard spot and hope for the best. Usually at that spot, if he's going to play 34, 35 minutes, he's going to back his way more times than not into a 25 to 30 minute performance, if not more, or 30, 25 to 30 point performance. And that's great for the price tag. Uh, OJ Ananobi, same same thing can be said for him. He's already playing 30 minutes a game. He would spike up to like 35, 36 minutes if there's no Fred Van Vliet playing that much time. Usage is terrible, but if he gets his shot to fall half decent, and he'd probably take more shot attempts now, covering in for Fred Van Vliet a little bit. I would like that. I would prefer OG over Norman Powell uh, if indeed you saw no Fred Van Vliet today. Uh, PJ Tucker at 4,900 discussed up. He'll probably see more center minutes today. He's going to play 36 minutes overall. Now, instead of all those being at the power forward, some small forwards spot in the corner, really, maybe 10, 12 get at the center position. And at 4,900, that's enough for me to have some interest. Aaron Holiday at 4,100 becomes a really nice play, shooting guard eligible. Tough matchup, of course, against the Clippers, but if no Brogdon, $4,100 Holiday is fine. He's probably locked in for 20 fantasy points at that point, which at that point is not great, but okay at 4,100. And he has the upside for 30, like we saw two, three weeks ago. And lastly, $3,000 flat, Gordon Hayward. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to play today. It seems like a stretch, but he did practice yesterday, and they're not ruling him out, so there's a real chance. He is questionable, not doubtful. Um, there's a 50-50 chance, it seems, that he plays. I think it leans closer to somehow the, the 51% chance he doesn't play, uh, but $3,000 flat. Yeah, it's a 100% Gordon Hayward night, if we are told. Gordon Hayward will be limited to... 24 minutes, right? And he goes out there and he plays 22 or 23 minutes. And in that time, more times than not, he scores 24, 25 fantasy points and he's $3,000. So, um, and at worst, he scores in that time like 18 to 20 fantasy points, which doesn't kill your lineup. So, yeah, Gordon Hayward is just oddly priced. By the time you're watching this, maybe they ruled him out and it doesn't matter. But it's funny to find, or it's, it's, it's rare you find DraftKings sleeping at the wheel on those types of things. Maybe it just came out of nowhere, uh, injury reporting-wise. So thank you for tuning in. I'll put this back on the target offense shoot for anybody who is interested. Again, let me know down below in the comments, who is your favorite 6K play of the day? You must be a subscriber to the audio version one and also to the YouTube channel. So be sure to hit that. In the link to my description is the link over to iTunes where you can hit the subscribe button for there as well. Be sure to do those things and let me know. Favorite 6K play of the day. If you're listening only on the audio version, if you hit the subscribe button on the audio version and then you tweet me, I can I can run the the name and see if it pops up in the iTunes um, database and then we can count that as well or you can just leave a five star rate and review on the podcast leave your iTunes handle or leave your Twitter handle or some sort of uh, PayPal so I can contact you on Friday when I announce the winners look you can keep entering into these things for every single video that I post this week which will be at least one a day probably two on most days so be sure to get into that. Linked up down below is Patreon. It is my exclusive content over there. About 350 people over there right now. Come over, join the community. Um, let me know if you have any questions for that. More content that I have over there in multiple, lots of different facets of, of content forms of it. 
Thank you so much. There's an NFL showdown video out today. Urge you all to check that one out. Um, interesting slate today because Eli Manning is returning. Follow me on Twitter at DFS and Instagram Salvetri. And let me know. Do you have any ideas on how we can get some more fan involvement into every single show, right? Um, whether it's reading a review or, ju- or just something cool, right? Something that there's involvement every single day, uh, something that we can leave off the show with some cool ongoing uh, segment, right? A quick one too. So let me know if anybody has any ideas for that linked up. Uh, let me know in the comments. So thank you all so much. Appreciate you. My name's Sal. You already know that. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you can please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.